Welcome to the second edition of Wildcat Weekly on the Stay Hot Podcast Network. I'm Coach Kelch of the Lady Cats, Coach Sam Ellsburn of the Pendleton County Wildcats, and tonight our special guest is Athletic Director John Worth. And Coach Worth, uh, good to have you back in Pendleton County. I know that uh, you've had a stint here before, but uh, tell us how the uh, transition's been to Pendleton County so far as Athletic Director, not as basketball coach. Uh, it's it's been a good transition. Um, you know, it's, it's been uh, a little different at times because, uh, you know, schedule-wise, always used to getting up and, and being at school before 8 o'clock and leaving at 3.30 and uh, making sure I'm there all the time. And now uh, a little bit of flexibility in time and just trying to get used to that. Uh, but overall, it's been a great transition uh, back to Pendleton. Well, uh, and I know I can't speak for Sam. I'll get his thoughts on this. But I know as a basketball coach, always like the athletic director to have been a basketball coach before because I feel like, you know, as a coach, you've been in our situation several times. And, you know, any situation that arises, you've probably dealt with and can offer advice and help. And um, and I think sometimes, you know, people truly don't understand what coaches go through or, you know, different things we have to do. And I know you understand that. And I think it's just very advantageous for Sam and I both as basketball coaches. So, Sam, uh, Coach Worth, being a basketball coach, you agree that that's advantageous for the both of us in situations that may arise? I think it never hurts to have somebody that has been in your shoes in some way, shape, or form before to uh, be able to bounce ideas off of or, you know, just situations that may come your way and just – Someone works something works as in the, you know, I'm sorry, some someone works not a it's not strange to him, I should say. Right. And uh I just know, you know, this day and age, you know, I think as coaches we have so many things we have to do as far as, you know, scheduling and you know, the one thing I found out this week, uh, that was a nightmare and probably my most stress- stressful couple of days as a coach was dealing with uniforms. Um it's just uh, something like that. So I had to go to Coach Worth multiple times about uniforms. And I tell you what, Coach, it was uh, – I'm glad that's over. That was stressful to me. There's a lot to it. Well, once you – you know, you try to let those who have played before get their number. You know, having their number is a big deal. And then you get down to uh, situations to where, the you know, the numbers you got left somebody doesn't want. Then you got to say, you know, tough or, you know, you got two numbers in black and white, but then it doesn't come in red. And, you know, all anything going through my mind is that's a technical waiting to happen because I'm a creature of habit. I'll, I'll look at the game before to put all my numbers in. And but uh, all your help this week was appreciated. I know I bugged the tar out of you several different times, but uh, I'm glad that's over with. But um, moving on, we had a um, couple things last week that I think Pendleton County schools and the community community should be proud of. And uh, one of those is our uh, varsity high school cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. Yep, our uh, varsity high school cheerleaders won the region. Uh, we're considered region five in cheerleading, which is uh, comprised of regions nine and 10 when you think basketball. Uh, so uh, they had a, a tremendous score. I think it was the highest score out of uh, – both Region 5 and Region 6 this past weekend. So uh, if they were able to continue and maintain that same score at state or even better that score, I think they have a really good shot at winning state. And you all probably know more about this than me, but from a cheerleading standpoint, 
do they still do where it's like small school, large school, you know, co-ed, different divisions? And what division do we participate in? Obviously, the large school, I'm sure. They do. They're, they're still uh, different divisions. And, you know, some of that's changed. And getting back to a point you made earlier about athletic director and being able to support you guys as, a, a you know, being a former basketball coach, I think one thing that helps me as well is, uh, you know, my daughter uh, was a cheerleader for a little while. And she gave that up uh, about age eight. She was a tiny twister uh, years ago, and she also played soccer. So uh, my kids and being involved in different sports have been able to help me, I think, relate to some of the coaches. And uh, my wife is a cheerleading coach as well for a little while. So um, and she even said, you know, it's a little bit different now uh, with some of the divisions, but we compete in game day, uh, which is a little bit different than I think uh, cheer and doesn't um, there's not. Um, I don't want to, I don't know how you say it in cheerleading terms, but, uh, there's not as much, uh, flips and turns and, um, uh, all that good stuff that you do. But, uh, what they do is they mainly like do stuff that would have to do with, a, um, within a game. Like sideline so, cheers. Kind of like it. Yeah. They did a routine like a, maybe. Right. Okay. And, uh, they did a phenomenal job with that. And our cheerleaders are very energetic, uh, and, and they're loud. Like you have to be in a gym like that when you're competing and, and so uh, that contributed to a higher score. Um, I know this. And, you know, once again, congrats to Coach Belcher and, uh, you know, her squad. And But um, I know when you get in there in that ox gym with the acoustics in that ox gym and you get those cheerleaders in there practicing, you talk about something that probably registers on, you know, the Richter scale because that whole floor shakes. I mean, oh, it's yeah. loud in there the way it echoes. And, um um, also, you know, I noticed last night on Facebook, you know, I think you posted about our middle school cheerleaders and we also want to, uh, give a shout out to them and also let them know how proud we are of them and how they represent not only sharp middle school, but our community, because I think they won the region as well. Do they also compete in like region five, the same schools that are in the high school? Yeah, it's very similar. Um, Northern, Northern Kentucky schools. Um, and so they won the region and they will also be able to compete for a middle school state championship as well. And uh, I know Coach Manor, Whitney Manor and Coach Belcher and, and Coach Smith, those three ladies put a lot of time in. Uh, they're very dedicated uh, to what they do. And, and you can tell just by talking with them and seeing how they interact with the kids, the, pride, the sense of pride that they have for uh, the county and the community. Um. One thing I noticed when I looked at the Sharp Middle School picture was like 35 girls on the cheerleading squad. I'm going to go down there and recruit some of them to be basketball players. <laughs> so I hope Coach Manor's not listening right now, and I hope she doesn't get upset with me because I could use a few of those girls. I, I mean, the numbers are phenomenal at the high school and the middle school level, so yeah. it's good that we're getting those numbers out. Um, but – um yeah, hats off to both of those squads because I think a lot of times people don't realize the amount of hard work that goes in to cheerleading. And I think sometimes people think they just show up at games and, you know, don't necessarily really fully understand how much work they put in. But um, all right, Coach Ellsburn, um, busy week. Um, first week of practice. I know um, I just want to, before we start, you know, getting into some other things, I want to, before I forget, uh, the Lady Cats do have a scrimmage tomorrow at home. Um, I've been busy this week with a uh, sick child, so I've been forgetting to post that on Facebook, but I put it out there this evening um, about um, our scrimmage tomorrow. So if 
I will get this online tonight. So those listening, um, six o'clock tomorrow at the high school, it is free admission. Um, we will play so many varsity quarters and JV quarters, and there will be concessions. So um, come out and get your first look at the uh, Pendleton County Lady Cats. I will say that um, I've been real impressed with how hard they've worked lately. And, uh, um, you know, I'm curious to see what we do against somebody other than ourselves. You know, at practice, you guys both know that, you know, when you're running offenses and things, it sometimes doesn't look very well when the team defending you knows the same plays that you know. And um, But, you know, I'm curious to see how that goes tomorrow. And, Coach, I know you in the next couple of weeks, I think you got a couple of scrimmages coming up as well. Correct? Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we, we play the uh, 19th down at uh, Harrison County. That's JV Varsity. And Is that a panorama and who do you play? Yeah, it's a panorama. Uh, we play Williamstown. And um, uh, battle, I think we, we play at noon. I'm not 100% sure, like, if the JV or varsity goes first. I think it's a deal where, like, the varsity plays a game, JV plays a half, like, like you know, the running clock deals. And then the 21st, we're playing uh, Bill Madonna's coming down here to Pendleton to play. We talked about this last week. Uh, uh, I'll be fresh in JV varsity, and you know, we open up the sessions, all that other stuff, and uh, kind of treat it like the first home game, try and get those guys used to getting out of school and going through the routine. I love how you call that a dress rehearsal. I know we talked about that last week. We don't even go to it again, but I love how you call it that and treat it as it's, a, you know, kind of the first game of the year, you know, kind of – and I'm a firm believer as a coach, you got to practice all those scenarios. You know, I tell the girls all the time that – you know, if you want to be district champs, you got to visualize it. And one day we may practice cutting down a net. So if we got an extra one to replace it, um, our budget's tight with the Lady Cats. I don't know if we can afford many nets. Gatlinburg's putting a hit on us. But, um, coach, next week, um, tell us we got Red and Black Madness coming up. Um, that's a big deal in the community. I said last week that I'm excited about my first experience with Red and Black Madness. I've never experienced that raucous crowd when they're on my side. I've been intimidated and overwhelmed by him as an opposing coach. But um, anything, um, of course, we're going to promote that. But anything, you know, I know we have a chili supper that night as well. Is there anything else going on on Red and Black Madness? Or, you know, I know Coach Ellsworth's worked on the schedule. Maybe he may be one that can explain to us who all's performing and what's all going on. Yeah, Coach could probably explain more. Uh, he's volunteered and, and has taken the reins on this. Uh, one thing I will mention um, is that we are, I believe, going to do like a canned food drive, uh, non-perishable items uh, with Thanksgiving coming up. Uh, I thought that might be a great way to, um, as, as people coming in the door that night, uh, just to be able to bring a canned food or a non-perishable item uh, so we can make, be able to help some families, uh, um, you know, during the holidays. Um, Coach, were you done? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm finished. Um, yeah, well, um, still working on it. Uh, plan to have a band performance, cheerleading performance. Um, we'll have introduced archery bowling. Um, that I'm totally thinking. Of. I'd like to have. I, I need to mention that RTC about maybe having them in there. Um, and we will uh, obviously have the basketball scrimmages and uh, Coach Worth kind of in between uh, getting some groups on and off. Coach Worth just mentioned he's got you know. Uh, like T-shirt giveaways we can throw up in the stands, the kids and fans and stuff like that, just so that there's not as much downtime. Uh, 
Coach, I know your chili stuffer starts at six. I think Coach Worth said you want to open the doors at six as well. And uh, and we will uh, start getting the teams in there and uh, get rocking and rolling about seven o'clock. Well, and I'm, you know, it's, uh, it seems like this day comes by very, very fast every year, you know, but it's a, I think it's a great day because it's so exciting for the community and, you know, they all get the first opportunity to see all the athletes. But what I like about Pendleton County is most schools I've been at, you know, blue and white at Bracken or even, you know, at Robertson is mainly for the basketball teams. You know, it was kind of like the signaling, the beginning of basketball, um, especially with our region champion cheerleaders get to perform and the band and ROTC, archery, bowling. I just think it's a good night for every athlete and, you know, in Pendleton County. So I'm looking forward to a big crowd. And like I said, I can't wait to see that place when they're actually cheering for me instead of against me. But coach, is there any admission that night or is it free with a canned good or is it just free altogether, but we encourage a canned good or. We're going to encourage a canned good. Uh, we, we, I think we decided there would be no admission. Um, so we encourage everybody to bring canned good or non-perishable item that night. It's kind of your way to, to get in. And like I said, I think, uh, that's a great idea. Anytime we can help the help our own community out and kind of make it to where we uh, kind of all kind of work together. You know, I'm looking forward to that. And I think it's something, you know, positive for the entire community, not just the school. So, um, and anything else, I feel like that day's a, I feel like that day's a busy day for some reason, like the 18th. I know red and black madness. Well, we've got, pictures that day and uh, our drug seminar for our, our winter athletes as well. Right. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, one of the girls must have spoke to you because she uh, let me know that Coach Worth told me we wouldn't have any time to practice on that day because it was on the <laughs> schedule. And one of them said, are we still practicing that day? And I said, of course we're practicing that day. We got a scrimmage the next day. And she's like, well, Coach Worth said there wasn't going to be no time. We got drug seminar. We got pictures. I said, well, if Coach Worth said that, then we probably won't have practice. Yeah. So, um but uh, go coach, ahead, Coach Worth. I know the maybe maybe one of you two would know. I know the, the middle school boys. They're in like preseason tip-off tournament thing up at uh, Lloyd and Tishner this weekend. They uh, are. Are the girls? The girls. Uh, the girls are not. Um, the boys are. Uh, the girls will be playing in the Dayton tournament over Christmas break. Our our middle school boys are going to play at the Lloyd Classic. Um, next this coming weekend and then they play up at the camel classic uh next weekend as they kind of uh kick start their seasons and uh as we're talking about red and black madness on november 27th or i'm sorry november 22nd the uh, middle school is also going to do red and black madness and uh we are actually doing that as, as we introduce all the teams as well but we are kind of doing that more of a fundraiser as well um so we are having a chili cook off there will also be uh, a cornhole competition, uh, not so much our normal cornhole that we think about, uh, but I think we're uh, extending the boards back and you can buy so many chances to try to, to uh, hold one in from about 30 or 35 feet. Um, and the more, the, the more you have, the higher points you get, and there will be a prize for the winner there. Uh, we also have some baskets we're doing a silent auction with. Um, I know there's a, a man's basket. Uh, there's a candy basket, chocolate basket, so there's a variety of different baskets. I think there are 12 different baskets we're going to sell an auction that night, um, or we may do it with a raffle as well. Uh, that's still undecided. 
but that is November 22nd. All right, so November 22nd, Sharp Middle School is going to have a Red and Black Madness. So uh, is the chili cook-off open for everybody, or is – I mean, do you got to sign up? Is there a registration? It's open for anybody. And uh, well, I think Whitney Manor's working on that right now, um, and so she's a good contact person if anybody needs to know. Uh, so she's kind of been our point person for uh, the Red and Black Madness at the middle school. All right. So, and, and I'm sure once that schedule gets released, we can share that on social media as well. But uh, I just have a, an assistant coach who has told me that he makes an award-winning chili. So I just want to get the details correct. Okay. So um, we can, uh, I can share the information with him and maybe he can enter and we'll let the voters decide if his chili is award-winning or not. He told me to bring zip ties because it would knock my socks off. That was his, that was his exact words. Hey, Coach Worth. Yes, sir. Is Skyline going to be there? No, unfortunately, Skyline won't be there. But I bet there will be some chili to be similar to Skyline. This might, you guys probably heard this before. I like Skyline. Just, just yeah, a bit. I think I've heard that once or twice. <laughs> well, because of you, I made my first trip ever to Skyline in the last month. First trip um, ever? Yeah, I, I supported the boys' Ooh. basketball team going to the volleyball regional tournament. And I'm a gold star guy, but I can honestly say that – Okay. I like Skyline, and I would probably go back. So, um, also, you got to think of proximity with me living in Augusta. Maysville's got a gold star, and it's just okay, proximity. But yeah. Well, um, I used to live in Augusta myself, and I loved a lot of things about that town, but it was a long drive to Skyline. <laughs> I put a lot of – even a longer drive to Dixie Chili. So, I like gold star. Gold star is not bad either, but I, I, I prefer Skyline. All anyway, right. Um, need to get us off track. Off track there. I'm sorry. No, I, if you're talking about food, you're right in my alley there. I know more about that than anything other than sleep. Um, but uh, you know, I know um, Coach Ellsworth mentioned both his scrimmages. The girls also have their second scrimmage on the 19th of November. Um, that will scrimmage Berea, but it will be at Franklin County. Um, one of those panorama type deals, and it's at one o'clock. Um, anybody out there wondering, I don't know if there's any kind of streaming information for that. Um, we don't have a time yet. I will get that out as soon as we do. But, um, and that's another thing, coach, I think I even had somebody ask me this week, are we planning on streaming red and black madness or anything like that? Uh, I don't know that we'll have everything in place to do it by then. Um, we've got to start, we've had some discussions on streaming, um, and I do know um, one of the things that was mentioned to me, and I'll put this out there, um, is just the number of people that are needed to stream games. And that was uh, fell short a few times last year. So we're looking for people that might be interested in doing some streaming, even if it's students uh, that want to you know, work camera. Uh, but also, uh, I'll put this out there too, we're looking for an announcer for both boys and girls basketball games at the high school. Um, both of our announcers from last year uh, have work commitments and are not able to do it this year. So we are looking for announcers for both sports. So if anybody wants to announce uh, either boys games or girls games or both, um, they can reach out and, and get in touch with me. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to bring that up. And um, I know as um, I'm still looking for, I could use some, you know, I try to find students who may be interested in media or technology or things like that. You know, I could always use a video. I'll say videographer because it makes it sound so official and important, but basically just need somebody to 
kind of run an iPad to video because, uh, you know, I, I'm big on video. So if there's any kids out there that listen or parents and you think your kid would be interested, have them reach out to me because I need I need somebody too. I could even use a manager. If not, I'm going to demote my assistant coaches to be water boys too. So don't don't put them in that position or situation. If you know anybody out there that's willing to help, you know, kind of reach out. Coach, you got all your spots filled for this year as far as managers and yeah, we we uh we inherited one this week. Uh, Riley Spence, not I, I shouldn't say inherited, recruited slash received um, senior. Um, played golf for Coach Monroe, very very good kid, was a state qualifier in golf. Um, um, he's been to a couple practices. He seems to be all in. He's always asked me, "What do you need me to do next? What do you need me to do next?" When you know stuff like that. Um, and I told him that you'll kind of figure it out as time goes on. I've asked him to do a couple things. I think he's going to be be a good one. And he's one of those ones that I think is interested in. He says he would like to work in sports when he gets older. And um, so um, I think he's going to try and use this as a good opportunity for him. And I told him that, you know, going forward, I'd try and help him any way I could, uh, if, you know, maybe getting uh, just writing letters to wherever he decides to attend college that maybe he can, you know, start doing some type of internship or something like that in a college athletic department. And in my experience, if you're if you're willing to try and to try, if you're willing to try it, they're they're normally willing to take the help um, at, at different uh, at different universities. And I've had kids do that in the past. Uh, when I was an assistant coach at Scott, and um, like I said, I if we can help this kid get a jump start in, I think it'd be a great you know, a great situation for Iowa. Right. I was going to say before you mentioned it, uh, I don't know Riley, but um, I was going to say that I have had kids in the past that have played for me that uh, went on to college. And, you know, you talk to the coaches and they've ended up being managers or whatever for the college programs and things like that. So, well, like I've you told, said, but I've told former players and they mentioned this half, you know, in passing, I, I think I'd like to be a college basketball coach. What well, you might want to be a manager at whatever university you go to because that is the quickest way into a GA job and into uh, any type of college coaching position. And that that's all about building, you know, contacts and coaching trees and, you know, you know, people you can lean on. And the younger you get involved in it, the more you're willing to do. Uh, first, Most first, college coaches started out as videographers and things like that. So it, good point. For most part, for most part, your college coaches and former players are, kids that worked in athletic departments or SGAs or something like that. Coach Worth, any um, – I know our bowling team, you know, played this week. I'm not familiar. First school I've worked at that has a bowling team. I think it's awesome. I hope I get the opportunity to watch them play. I like to bowl. I'm just not good at it. But, you know, I know by the scores announced we had some personal best this week. But any update, like when do they play? Do they – like is there certain days of the week they play? Or is it just like any other schedule? It could be any day. Uh, there are certain days they play, and all their matches start at 4.15. Um, they're all up at Bellwood, up in Newport. Um, so they have early start times for their matches, um, and, and re- which is kind of odd that I say early. Uh, that's late for the league because most of them start at 3.45 or so. Uh, but we've got a little longer time just because of travel getting up there. Um, but, yeah, I think our, our bowling team and uh, our kids are off to a great start there. Uh, that's one thing uh, I'll be learning about bowling and archery. I'm um, kind of like you with bowling. I can bowl, uh, throw up the gutter, 
uh, the uh, gutter guards, and I, I might be, be uh, hit a hundred every now and then too. That's uh, me. That is me. But I'll, I'll learn as we go. But um, shout out to our bowling team because, like I said, I know um, I I forget exactly what the name was. I wrote it down and le- absent-minded me left my paper at school. I actually did do some show prep, so apologies. But I know we've had a we had a personal best this week, um, and I know we had a few uh, bowl over two hundred for the first time or whatever. So you know, I bowl three games in a series and don't get two hundred. So I'm really impressed with the fact <laughs> that some of these kids are bowling two hundred in one game. But um, and we've you mentioned archery. bowlers. Also, archery also been a winter sport. Um, any competitions coming up? Anything? that we need to announce for archery to kind of get the information out there? Uh, they start soon. Um, I, I don't remember the exact date. I do know that on December 2nd and 3rd, uh, we host a big tournament down at the middle school. Um, and archery is a little bit different because you don't like have home matches or anything. So we actually travel to other tournaments every weekend. And uh, December 2nd and 3rd is one for us to host. Uh, so that's a big one for Coach Myers. Uh, and uh, our our kids, our community. So get out and then support them. Uh, it's a Friday, Saturday. I know I think both of you guys are playing uh, those days, but um, it's coming up soon, I guess, about three weeks away now. Well, I'm not actually, I don't, I think I play maybe, I think I maybe played the third, but I think I'm actually off the second. I don't have my schedule memorized yet, but uh, archery is another thing that I've never really watched. Uh, I saw kids practice before and, but as far as watching it and how they score and the tournaments and things like that, all I know is the ones I have seen, like pictures and stuff, it seems to be crowded events. Like people seem to come mm-hmm. and enjoy that kind of thing. And um, and archery is kind of you know unique to me because I bet we get a different style of athlete for archery that you may get for basketball or, you know, I'm not a hunter, so I don't know anything about a bow either. I know I got kicked out of conservation camp one time because I about shot somebody <laughs> else with an arrow, which was totally, totally accidental. It's just my poor outside um, outdoorsman skills, I guess. But um, that's a true story, too. But um, but archery, okay, 2nd and 3rd of December. So keep that or put that on your calendar. Um, I'd like to get a lot of people out to watch that. And I think I'm going to make an attempt to be there as well because that's something I want to watch. Um, I hope we can get an uh, – off basketball day because I really would like to go watch the bowling. That's something that interests me. But um, Coach Ellsworth, anything else you can think about in the com- uh, this coming week or this past week that we need to promote or need to uh, recognize? We got so many student athletes that are doing so many good things. It's kind of hard to remember all of them. Yeah, well, the, the one thing I can think of, th- this is just my program in general, next Monday night is this is just for uh, parents of the players. Um, we have our open practice at 5.30, our parent meeting afterwards, and Coach Worth will be in there for for that. Most of them have been sent emails and remind messages and everything else, but there might be somebody that's hearing this for the first time, so I thought maybe I should mention that. Well, and kind of to piggyback off you, uh, I actually forgot about the parent meeting before and got reminded this week by Coach Worth, and we scheduled it for the 15th. So if you're a female – parent of a female athlete basketball player our parent meeting will be the 15th and we will do it after practice 5 30 to 6 30. um i'm not as gracious as coach ellsburn i i won't allow you in to watch practice but i will allow you to come at 5 30 for the meeting and also um 
we're going to, I'm going to send home a information this week with our girls about the meeting, but um, student athletes fees or something that, you know, we'll address on there about, you know, um, bringing your fees in for your player. Coach, can you actually tell us what those fees are? I know you've told me a thousand times. I can. Um, and that's a great opportunity. If any parents are listening um, at those parent meetings, there's some paperwork that will need to be filled out that night, uh, some different forms that uh, parents and players will both have to sign. And then the, uh, the fees is a good chance to collect fees that night. So it's $100 for the first sport. Um, if that's the first sport this year, if this is their second sport, in other words, they played a fall sport and this will be the second sport of the year, it's $50. And I know we've had a couple kids that have done two sports in the fall. So if this be their third sport, this would be $25. And there is a family max. So if there are a couple kids in the family and they're playing all playing sports, there's $250 max maximum amount that parents would have to pay. That's some great information because I did have I did have some people ask me about that and I wasn't hundred percent sure on what the correct answer was. Of course I probably directed them to you and they probably didn't ask, but um so that'll be a good opportunity for the parents to uh, show up and get those fees paid and um, actually a good opportunity for us to collect them because we'll have them all there in the same place. But, uh, you know, we'll try to collect as much paperwork and fees as we can that night, uh, including any fees that, you know, they may have from last year as well. Uh, we still have some athletes with fees uh, to be paid from last year as well. And before I forget, if you don't mind, um, on the 15th, that reminded me as well, is our fall sports banquet. So we will be having our fall sports banquet at seven o'clock. We'll all meet in the auditorium. Uh, we'll give out uh, academic awards. And then from the academic awards, uh, we'll split off into different sections of the high school and each sport will have their own individual banquet and their own awards at that point. Nice. I like that. Get it all done in one night. And that's what I'm we're not- shooting for. Well, I'm not used to that, so I, I like that. I don't know how you do it in the winter, but if it's the same, great. If not, then I'm sure we'll get through it as well. Uh, there was something else I had to say about – I had a question. I can't remember what it is now. I lost my train of thought and actually thought it was a pretty decent question. Coach Ellsburn, anything else um, while I try to rack my brain to remember what it was we were? I was going to ask? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a second. You said December 2nd and 3rd is the archery. Uh, we don't play the 2nd either. The 3rd we do play. But uh, Coach Worth will be available on the 3rd because Ohio State won't be playing that day because hmm. Michigan will beat them on the 26th. We, we, we've, had this conversation. <laughs> we've had this conversation a few times. So maybe that gives you a second to uh, recollect your question where he don't have a rebuttal for that. No, <laughs> have, you, you don't have rebuttal. There, there's no doubt about that. You go ahead and talk all the talk. We'll, we'll let the uh, play – Separate itself on the field hey, like on I November twenty sixth. Like I got to tell you, brother, it's like the mafia. You're only as good as your last envelope. Well, we got quite a few envelopes that we're pretty good on, so <laughs> we'll, we'll add another one on the twenty sixth. All right. I forgot that we had a Michigan and Ohio State fan here. That that could be a lot of fun here in a couple weeks. Yeah, uh, well, I'll be at the game too. So, do you ever work? Yeah, I work all the time. <laughs> <laughs> except on Saturdays of Ohio State home games. Well, I, I, I've seen you there quite a bit, so uh, I know uh, you're there late, so I know you're putting time in. I know you're working. Um, that, game, 
I'd mind that that game on a third. That would be in Indianapolis anyway, wouldn't it, Coach? Well, the, yeah, you probably wouldn't know that. So, yeah, it would be in Indianapolis. That's where they play the Big Ten championship games. I remember watching it last year. I'm, yeah, I think that might have been the only one you probably watched. <laughs> you ready to talk some basketball, Coach Kels? I love it. I love it. You know, I'm a Kentucky fan. We don't get a sniff the SEC championship, but all we do is get our hopes up every year thinking it's going to be a better year than mediocrity sets in and we finish – you know, eight and which I'll be honest with you, eight and four Kentucky is something I never thought I'd see growing up. I was happy for four win seasons. So I love it when Kentucky fans get on me about Michigan. I always say eight and four get you a contract extension at Kentucky and get you fired at Michigan. And there's probably so, a lot of truth to that. Truth. Yeah. yeah. Um, archery, bowling, we talked about. We mentioned something maybe with the, um, Parent meetings, I can't remember exactly, but going through the parent meetings is when I had something. It'll hit me off as soon as we disconnect. It'll hit me then, but it'll be too late. So, um, Coach Ellsburn, you want to introduce Coach Worth to our shot clock segment, and then we'll we'll wrap up our time here. And um, you want to ask him a question? We're both going to ask Coach Worth a question? Well, I didn't really have one this week for Coach Worth or you, so I was hoping you had one. Um, All right, I got, I got one for Coach Worth, and I'll, and I'll give you one in All a right. second. Uh, Coach Worth, what we do shot clock is uh, we ask any each other each one random question, um, and you got a shot clock 30 seconds to answer the question. Okay. All right, so your time starts as soon as you, like, say your first word. Okay. Uh, I, I, I might know the answer to this, but what what is your greatest memory, uh, coaching high school basketball? I'm glad you asked. I'd say my greatest memory is when we went to the Final Four uh, at Campbell County, and not only was it just because we went to the Final Four, I got to coach my son in a state Final Four, and, and we had sat in the stands for all those years watching uh, state tournament games, and to be able to experience it on the bench together uh, was just unbelievable. I I can't even imagine. I mean, I I get chilly bumps in the stands watching my girls compete just in any competition. I couldn't imagine watching or being on the same bench as one of them at the state tournament. Not only that, the final four. Um, yeah, there, there was a time that Noah hit a, a three in the uh, I think it's the Walton Verona game, and in that one game he had he had twelve. He accounted for twelve of the fifteen points in the third quarter. And it's one of those things where. It's just he was in the zone at that point in that third quarter. He owned the third quarter and just sitting there on the bench as his dad was just – it was special. Well, I'm glad you got to experience that. I wish I could say I've experienced something like that. But, I, um, you know, of course, I think anybody that coaches or plays, your ultimate goal is to end your career, end your season at uh, Rupp Arena. And if you're able to do that, then, you know, you can sit there and look back and say – not only have you created a lifetime memory that many don't get, but you can say you finished finish your season or, or career in style. And, you know, I look at it from a standpoint, if I finish my season in the region, then I'm excited. So I'd probably be beside myself if I ever got the opportunity to coach at Rupp or even NKU where the girls are sometimes or Eastern, Western, wherever the girl, I don't even know where the girls is anymore. Um, but that's a pretty good answer. I can't top that coach. I can't top that. There's nothing I've done or can do that can top coaching my son or, or daughter in the Final Four. Coach Worth, you got one for either one of us before I hit up Coach Kels. Uh, I, 
Sure. It's hard, to, it's hard to think about that stuff on the spot. And like I said, I can't you remember what I had written down. You had a week. It is. I wrote it down right. and left it at school. So I got a question for you, both of you. So little known fact for probably our listeners at home, all three of us have coached at Bracken County. <laughs> so give me your best memory of Bracken County. Um, Mine's pretty easy. Uh we made the uh, Elite Eight of the Class A state tournament, and uh, we played the final game of the first night, and it was supposed to start at like 9.30, and it don't start till like 10.15 because the game before us goes into overtime. Then our game goes into overtime, and here it is about midnight, and um, we were in overtime. Of course, Bailey Cummins was just a phenomenal athlete, and they kind of shut her down in overtime, and we got like four or six points from – I guess unexpected points. You know how you got those people on the floor that may be a rebounder, defender, you know, just somebody who doesn't really get a lot of offensive plays. We've got a, you know, Corbin Floor. She was about six foot left handed and she caught the ball on the wing on an offensive rebound and just kind of drove right by her man and laid it in to give us like a four point lead in overtime. And that was just two unexpected points we didn't have and allowed us to win that game. And then we played uh, Gallatin County in the lead eight and I don't know if you all ever played Gallatin County at that time, but they uh, they had a, a DeRossett girl, I think, ended up playing D1 softball at Syracuse. And she had some low-level D1 basketball scholarships, but she just – she manhandled us in the Elite Eight. But just to represent your team at the state level. Now, I'm not comparing the Class A state to Rupp Arena because they're not on the same level to me, but still representing your school and your region at the state level, whether it be the All-A or not, it's still a big deal. Um. Mine on the. I don't want to hear your Sam because you've been on Rupp Arena's floor too, so I don't want to hear it. What's that got to do with coaching at Bracken County? Oh shoot, <laughs> I forgot the question. Sorry. I mean, no disrespect to Bracken. I didn't do it there. <laughs> no, we my came, fault. We came within two minutes away from being in the regional final. I was with Jason. I was going to say that year, just you know, the fact that we had success, we did. On the girls' side, it would be probably, honestly, God, probably the day Kennedy Carl hit his shot. To, uh, to win a game basically right at the buzzer. And it was like right after like the anniversary of her father passing, which I know you remember you remember that, Coach Kelsch. And I, I, I coached middle school football there as well. And I'd say my, probably my favorite memory doing that was when I took the kids back up there and we beat Holmes at Holmes. That, that was pretty neat. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I coached, you know, I was a boys assistant and then the girls head coach there for two years. And I did the middle school football all three. So I, I had a lot of good memories there, but I think on the girls' side, just what that meant to Kennedy. I mean, I think it was like the anniversary or the day after of her father passing, you know, a few years prior. The boys' side that whole first year was just a blur with Jason, and we had a lot of success and ended up in the regional semifinals. And I think, Coach Worth, I think you were on that staff at Campbell at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a really, really good game in the regional semifinals. And so, yeah. What about you, Coach? What was yours? Um, I don't know. It might have been my first year. We started out 0-9 as a very first year I was coaching. First year out of college, uh, I was coaching, started out 0-9. We finished the season 9-19, and so we went on a, uh, what? 9-10. Uh, and 10, 10 rest of the year, and uh, we won a district that year. Um, and, you know, at that time, we didn't – we had a lot of girls who just played really hard. We didn't have, uh, you know, phenomenal scores at all. 
Um, and just to be able to to kind of get through that 0-9 start and kind of still hang in there with it and and uh, buy in and to be able to do a district. And, and then after that year, Brossard moves into the Pentagon district, and that was the end of those district championships. Well, uh, so when what year did you coach there? 95 through 90 – uh, 99. So four sure, years. I was, still, I was still in high school in 95. <laughs> I know. Um, who I played on those teams? Uh, Tara Reed, which is uh, Adam's wife. Uh, um, Chaska Hamilton, that bunch? Yeah, Chaska, yeah. Yep, they were sophomores or so. Uh, like my last year when I left, they were like seventh, eighth graders when I first got there. I know they uh, – they were. They did play hard. I, I I know that. I remember that. Oh, yeah. so. well, it still bothers me that I can't remember the question because I felt like it was pertinent information I wanted to get out. So um, we'll get off here and you'll think of it. I know, and I'll I'll probably have to Facebook it or something. But just so much easier because you know, like I said, people usually tend to listen to this, and um, it's just easier to get that information out now. But anyways, uh. Oh, um, this is this isn't it by any stretch of the imagination, but I do want to give a shout out to uh, all the parents and girls players that helped pick up trash Saturday. Um, you know, I, I think service learning projects are very important at the high school level and just trying to, you know, teach those kids to value their community and keep it looking nice. And uh, we picked up 17 miles total. Um, we had about 30 people help um, parents, siblings. Um, and I think we had 10 miles on 22, then uh, seven miles over on Lightfoot. And with so much help, we got done in about three hours. So um, that was, uh, a, you know, I was worried about the night before because you always know when you're doing fundraisers like that, that's not fun. You're always worrying about who's going to show up or who's not going to show up. And, you know, when we get there and there's like 30 of us and you can, you know, put so many every mile or so, you can knock it out pretty quick. So um, that's good just want to – yeah, absolutely. And just want to thank the road department for, you know, giving us that fundraising opportunity as well as, you know, the parents and siblings that showed up to help because, you know, we do appreciate it. So anything else anybody can think of that maybe you've thought of that you want to get out there? Uh, I think I'm good, Coach Kelsch. Yeah. Co Coach Worth? I'm good as well. I think I got everything out there. All right. Well, Coach Worth, we appreciate your time. I know uh, Tuesday nights in the middle of the week late is not ideal for anybody, but I appreciate you dedicating the time to come on. And like I said, uh, um, our goal is to highlight as many Pendleton County athletes in our school as possible. And, you know, like I said, we're off to a good start. And I think, uh, you know, after two weeks, I think we're going to really enjoy doing this. And, you know, Coach Ellsburn lines up our guest, and we'll have another guest next week. We just don't know who yet, so uh, stay tuned. And hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, Coach Couch, I'm sorry. Yep. Um, one last thing: uh, the boys' basketball, the 10th Region Media Day, is this Saturday. All right, Sunday. I'm sorry, and uh, actually, you're gonna come over here and help me with that because you've run that the past few years. But uh, I certainly appreciate that. But we will have uh, all the teams will be on. Our team will be last. Like I said, you and I are kind of, kind of ones in charge of it. Um, we will, uh, we'll have uh, Ethan Verse, Connor Neltner, and Alex based on with myself. Uh, and normally we live stream that through Facebook, right? 
Right. And that's, uh, that's exactly what I was going to say. It was the media day. Um, November 13th, um, like Coach Ellsburn said, it will be streamed. I'm going to tell you where it's going to be streamed right now because I have it. Um, if you'll follow the Facebook page, 10th Region Coaches Association, that's 10TH, not spelled out. So 10th Region Coaches Association. If you follow that page, it will be live streamed on there. Um, like Coach Ellsburn said, Pendleton County is slated to go at 445. So um, if Coach Ellsburn in his first year as president of the 10th Region Coaches Association can make that day go on schedule, he needs a lifetime contract because it'll run about 30 to 30 to 60 minutes late. When you get Jason Hansen on there and he talks for an hour and um, it puts everybody behind. So uh, Coach Ellsburn, for, I should have congratulated you a lot sooner for being president of the 10th Region Coaches Association. That's a big deal. Um, but um, for those out there wanting to listen to the Pendleton County Athletes, It'll be at 445. If you want to get on just to watch the entire 10th region, it'll start at 1 o'clock with Harrison County, who is a district opponent. So, somebody, you know, a school that you may be interested in following. So, 445 on Sunday, November 13th, and it will be live streamed on the 10th Region Coach Association Facebook page. So, coaches, once again, thank you for your time. Thank you to everybody that listens, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, Rob.